in their effort to provide opportunity for all of us a deeper understanding of our faith, the Archdiocese of Portland offers the Archbishop's Lecture Series. Now, the Archbishop Lecture Series offers all people of the Archdiocese an opportunity to reflect with distinguished Catholic intellectuals, authors, scholars on very, very important topics concerning our Catholic faith and its relationship to the modern world. Well, there an, an incredible evening is coming up on Thursday as the community is invited to Christ the King Parish here in Milwaukee to hear Dr. Roland Miliare speak on the gift of the liturgical wisdom of Joseph Ratzinger. Well, that is Pope Benedict XVI. Dr. Miliari serves as the Vice President of Curriculum and Director of Clergy Initiatives for the St. John Paul II Foundation, and he is joining me today. Good morning, Roland. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule and be with us today. Good morning, Brenda. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, Roland, not to embarrass you, but you have quite a few initials after your name. Kind of tell our listeners a little bit about you and some of the incredible work that you're doing for the Church. Sure. So I'm a, well, I'm a native Houstonian. I'm from Texas. The Texans are very proud of being from Texas, but I'm a Texapino. So that means I'm first generation Filipino. Both of my parents are from the Philippines. Um, you know, my mother is one of the Philippines' uh, greatest export, that is nurses. Uh, so that's what brought her here over to the U.S. And then I got my undergraduate degree in theology at Franciscan University of Steubenville in Ohio. Then my master's degree uh, focusing on moral theology. Christendom Graduate School, the Notre Dame Graduate School, and then my licentiate and doctorate uh, in sacred theology um, from the University of St. Mary of the Lake in, in Mundelein, Illinois. Well, as I said to our listeners, there's a lot of degrees there, and it really, you know, to, to have those degrees, it's so important, especially when you, you know, want to talk on the faith in matters such as Pope Benedict Sixteenth. But with that upbringing, we know that there's a strong Catholic faith in the Filipino community. Was the practice of the faith just in everyday life an important part of your life growing up with your family? Sure, uh, especially more with respect to my mother, my father, unfortunately, uh, you know, is more kind of the Christmas, Easter Catholic, but my mother uh, definitely you know, making sure we attended Mass Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation, you know, introdu- introducing us to the Rosary, you know, devotion to the Santo Nino, Novenas, uh, is very much, you know, as many Filipino Americans or Filipinos in general know, I mean, intertwined with, with the culture. Even now, I mean, the Philippines remains a country that's at least on paper, right, 80% uh, percent, um, Catholic, right? And it's a country where abortion is illegal, the death penalty, there's a moratorium, uh, so and so forth. Well, incredible. That really set you up, I believe, to to dive deep into the faith and to be able to provide us just a great lecture coming up. You know, speaking of Joseph Ratzinger, you know, for many, his writing's so complex. In fact, well, maybe as you've done, you could spend your entire education studying it. But the gift of Joseph Ratzinger in his writing and his deep theology, how is it going to shape really the whole face of the church, I mean, from his papacy, maybe even before that, into the future? Sure. You know, I think, uh, you know, people will continue to read and to think about what Joseph Ratzinger, that is Pope Benedict XVI, has, has written. Um, I mean, there, you know, yes, he's a this great intellect, this great theologian. In fact, arguably, we may never in our lifetime encounter the kind of intellect that we have, someone like Pope Benedict. Uh, but the other 
the other piece of him is you know the great humility with which he approached the truth. In fact, one of his former students, Father Vincent Toomey, said uh, one of his chief characteristics as, as a man and as a theologian is that he did not take himself seriously. But what he does take seriously is his quest for the truth and really had this great ability to speak not only to great intellectuals, Christians and non-Christians alike, but even to the mirrors of children. In fact, when he was a priest um, in, in Bavaria, one of his, his children's masses, they said, had standing room only because he could speak with that kind of clarity. In fact, I wasn't surprised when I'd heard or it was reported that his last words uh, you know, that were audible were, the Lord, I love you, right? I mean, this is a man who not only knew the truth, uh, but had a great love for it. And really his desire was for others to, to come to know and, and, and love Jesus, right? That I mean, in fact, he, he said as much in, in his first encyclical as Pope Deus Caritas S. So Christianity is you know, not um, an abstraction. It's not about an ethical choice. It's about a person. It's about the person of Jesus. Or elsewhere, I think in World Youth in Cologne, he said, you know, the happiness you seek has a name and a face, Jesus mm. in, in the Holy Eucharist. Uh, and really, you know, for Thursday's lecture, which I'm looking forward to, I mean, as I mentioned off air, this, this is kind of a bonus. I'm going to the, the Portland area primarily for to serve the deacons and their wives there in the Archdiocese the retreat there at Mount Angel. Uh, and so this invitation came on the heels of that. And so this is an ad bonus to be able to talk about his beautiful a theology of the liturgy. I mean, his theology of the liturgy um, is really central to all of uh, all of his theology. Oh, and what a great bonus I have this morning to be able to talk with you. If you're just tuning in, I am speaking with Dr. Roland Miliari. He will be joining the community at Christ the King. The, we are all invited on May 11th at 7.15 in the evening for a special talk. And of course, as you just said, the deacon, the permanent deacons and their wives have a special opportunity to spend a weekend with him. Well, Roland, it's going to be such a wonderful evening to be able to have you at Christ the King Church. And I want to know more about what we're going to talk about that evening. But I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue to talk about the theology of Joseph Rossinger, our beloved Pope Benedict the Sixteenth? Yes, absolutely, Brenda. I am back with Dr. Roland Miliari. He is joining me today as we talk about Pope Benedict XVI. The community has a wonderful opportunity on Thursday to join Roland in a beautiful Archbishop lecture series. He's going to be talking about the gift of the liturgical wisdom of Joseph Ratzinger. Roland, thank you so much for staying with me this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure, Brenda. Many of us first came to know Joseph Ratzinger when we heard his name when he was elected and took the name Pope Benedict. In your study of of his theology, and as you just said a moment ago, I mean, his whole life devoted to bringing people closer to their experience with the Lord. But did the papacy change how Joseph Ratzinger thought and wrote about the church prior to his election as Pope, and then, well, what he felt his responsibility was as Pope in the years after his election? Sure, you know, he was he's always consistently been kind of this shy, humble, uh, quiet, professor, intellectual type. And I think even as, as Pope, as Pontiff, right, I mean, that, you know, didn't change. I mean, when he was the head of the prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith, I mean, oftentimes, right, he'd be running to meetings, and then he 
did not hesitate, right, to stop and take pictures of people who asked him to, you know, to, to take pictures, right? When he was elected pope, I mean, one of the things that he did was he, he went around to say goodbye to his neighbors, right? And, mm. and, and not just his neighbors, but really the, the help, the domestic help. I mean, he came, comes from, uh, came from very humble roots. He's son of a police officer, right? His mother worked as a, as a domestic servant. Um, and, and he was always in many ways, a, you know, simple, humble man. So as far as did he change? No, but I mean, he, he, you know, he leaned into those intellectual gifts. And unfortunately, uh, I don't think the, the world was, you know, able to, in a position to hear him. I mean, I think, for example, his great, really, it's a brilliant lecture at the University of Regensburg. Um, but people misheard it, right? I mean, they, they took, things were taken out of context. It was just seen as a, as a critique um, against Islam, right? When really it was a larger critique of, of the modern world, uh, which wants to subordinate reason to, to will, to power, to irrational violence. Uh, and then, of course, taking his words out of context, what, what happened? There, there was a lot of irrational violence, which really kind of substantiated his, his speech. And uh, he really gave a lot of marvelous speeches as Pope, um, you know, when he was in, in I think, in, when he was in Westminster uh, in, in England, in Washington, D.C., in Cuba. Um, I'm hoping over time people will begin to appreciate his, his speeches and his homilies. In fact, my Archbishop here in Galveston, Houston, Cardinal Donardo, uh, thinks that he's the greatest homila since Augustine. Wow. And those are the kind of... Uh, so I'm hoping people will, will read more of his writing, not just the, the academic writing, but, but the homilies, the reflections. Um, sure. Those opportunities where he can just speak directly to the people hearing him. You have an opportunity to learn more about it at the Archbishop's Lecture Series at Christ the King coming up on Thursday. Dr. Roland Miliari will be joining us in person. Roland, the theme of the evening, the gift of the liturgical wisdom of Joseph Ratzinger, Benedict XVI. You know, why was the liturgy, both the theology behind it and the practice of it, so important to Pope Benedict? Sure. So he, um, for Benedict, I mean, his collected writings, I mean, the funny thing is he, he describes his theology as incomplete, fragmentary, unfinished. But when you put his collected works together, you end up with 15 volumes, thousands of pages. And the first volume that he wanted published was his volume 11, which is his theology of liturgy. And in the introduction to that, he quotes the rule of St. Benedict. It says, above all else, right, the, the liturgy is to be preferred, the Opus Dei. Um, and so, I mean, that, you know, it, it's, I mean, it's the liturgy that sets the stage for everything. In fact, we have this axiom in theology relating to the Lex Orani, the law of prayer, praying to the Lex Credendi, the law of belief. And it's prayer, it's liturgy that sets the stage for our, our belief. And so next Thursday, I'll be talking, you know, taking from themes from the spirit of the liturgy in Sacramentum Caritatis. I mean, talking about what he understands by the word liturgy, talking about what actual or active participation means, um, talking about the notion of you know, the minister, the significance of the, the symbolism, the minister facing or offering liturgy ad orientum, that is towards, towards the East. And then ultimately, I mean, the implications of the liturgy for our life, how, we, how we're called to to live, right? So there's this connection not uh, to also the lex, what we call the lex vivendi, the law of living. There's an implication for 
um, how we live the Christian life that should flow out of the liturgy. St. Paul writes in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, he exhorts us to make of our bodies a living sacrifice. I mean, so the Eucharist that we celebrate, we participate in in Mass, should dictate the manner in which we live, right? This is my body given up for you. This is the chalice of my blood that shall be poured out. I mean, that love that we encounter in the Holy Eucharist should flow out of all that we, we say and do in relationship to, to others. Oh, well, uh, again, it's going to be such a wonderful evening. How you are going to be able to get all of this information into this this one short lecture, uh, I will be excited to see how that happens. And again, for our deacons to be able to have a weekend with you there at Mount Angel, uh, it's surely going to be blessed time for sure. Well, Roland, I really appreciate your time today. We all look forward to the lecture series, and uh, we look forward to seeing you here at Christ the King in Milwaukee. All right. Thank you so much, Brenda. I look forward to my first trip to, and not my last, to, to Portland. Oh, we are looking forward to welcoming you for sure. And again, that is Dr. Roland Miliari. So the lecture series, again, it is coming up on Thursday. It begins at 715 at Christ the King Church in Milwaukee. I will be sure to add information where you can get all of the details about the evening event. You're going to find that link on the podcast of this interview, com and the Hail Mary media app.